Listener Production. This podcast is being recorded on Gadigal land. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this country and elders past, present. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us today. Wait, wait. No, Oscar, stop fucking counting now. I'm sorry. I'm such a control freak. Oh, my God. Domina Oscar. Oh my god, hey bitches, um, we have some exciting news. So obviously gorgeous angel producer Lem is, she was, I don't know how to say this, but like selfish um, and really mean and she decided that she wanted to go home to Jordan and we're like, what the hell, you have a podcast to produce. So... Because of that, she's having some time off. I decided to grant her leave. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. You wanted some more of the, the traits that she brings back. Well, like yeah, she, she did text me and she said, um, do you want anything from Jordan? And I said, no, I'm okay. And then I texted her again in brackets going, actually, if you have any of those rose water treats or those hazelnut things you used to you brought in last time, that'd be great. But love you. I was like, I just want you to have the best time and some time with your family. But also some rose water treats, pistachio treats, water Bad. So Lem's away and therefore we have a new producer, but it isn't any old producer. Well, actually, mm. it, is, it is my old producer. It's Elise. Hello. Guys, if you're in the car, actually, no, if you're not in the car, start clapping. If you keep your hands on the wheel. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but Elise, Elise Cooper is Hello. back. Hi, Abby. Oh, my God. So, oh, wow. Well, if you're new, that's not how I talk <laughs> at all. <laughs> So, Elise was my producer for how long? At, at a different network, which we shall not name. Like 18 um, months? 18 months, long Before time. Before, it was just you doing it beautifully on your own, and then I just kind of helped a little oh, bit. No, you helped a lot. You made it what it is. You taught me how to do ad reads. Oh, my gosh, that was right. I used to do this thing where I would pretend to be like a school music conductor, and I'd be like, you were so good at it. And now you did one for me last week, and I got it in one go. You nailed it. Oh, my God, that's right. You did. I think about that. That's great. That's, That's on growth. growth because you because you gave me the found, strong foundations. Oh my god! But Nick, um, Nick Kelly, who was on air with me last week on the radio show, filling in for Rowan, he I did a live read for him. Which for those listening, live reads are just like ad reads, basically. Like when you hear me on the radio going. Let's go to the RSL this weekend. They've got great Kino and great, like that yeah. shit. Yeah, love it. Um, we love it. Love you sponsors <laughs> love of all kinds. Stuff, pay the bills. Yeah, um, cool, yeah cool, Thank cool, you cool. so much. No, but they um, but I did it in one go, and he went, "You're really good at those live reads." And I was like, "Yeah, at least taught me." But oh. I was really shit at them. They're really hard to do. I really wish that was a pillable skin on my link. Whoa, pillable, <laughs> pillable skin, a pillable skin, a pinnable skill on my LinkedIn profile. Business girly talk. Can Sorry. I write like a review or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put me Google review. My, I think my LinkedIn is still my corporate LinkedIn. Like it's still like my real estate. Like that's amazing. Like like, like exceedingly good skills at Excel. Like proficient, proficient. You've got to keep that like backup career there just in case. You know, maybe you want to go back to it in twenty years' time, and you don't want to start from scratch. No, you don't want to. Delete. I think yeah. Well, actually, we should check my LinkedIn. Moving on. Yeah, I've just, I've just checked. I can't find. One, I've got an Abigail Chatfield, who's a business wonder, manager and executive assistant. You know London. what? I must have. Um, maybe I asked a PA at some point to delete it. Ooh, you oh, did yeah. like a full Meghan Markle. You're I like, know. what? My social media. I can't do the social media. No, I, I shut like, down the blog. I feel like because it'd be embarrassing if people saw me in my corporate outfit. Like, I should, maybe I did that. But I swear it's up there. Maybe, maybe. Look, I'm in, I'm in a hunt for. Maybe it's disabled or something. Like it's um. Anyway, who cares about my fucking LinkedIn? Elise is here. <laughs> me. So Elise is here. Elise um made the podcast. 
what it is. I we helped love shape her, the podcast. Helped shape the podcast Come on. a lot. A lot of your pussy stories made the podcast. A lot of my pussy <laughs> and a lot of my ketamine yelling yeah. and Dol- um, dolphin rides. Dolphin rides. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. So Elise knows everything about my life. And then when I um, changed networks and we love listen so much, I called Elise sobbing. I was so I was so upset. Like I was like, I don't want to leave Elise. Like um. I don't know if I should like BTS this, but I was given like two very good offers from two different networks and they were basically the same. And it got to a point where they were like, it was the same offer. And I was like, and I was like, guys, I just want to know if Elise is coming with me. And then they said no, um, because Elise turned it down. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I just was like, Scandalous. oh, I, if I reject Abby, then she'll want me more. Which if- I did. <laughs> I mean, that had already signed the fucking contract. <laughs> no, that won't look. No, but it was great. Because it's all come full circle now. And now Elise has got a job at Listener. I'm here. So it's all – and when I got that call, um, Sam Kavanagh, our our boss, called me and he was like, hey, mate, I just want to let you know – that um, I've got some kind. You know, he always like he's such a producer. Yeah. He always hooks you. He goes, "Hey, mate, how you going? Yeah, good. Yeah, Byron's good. Um, yeah. So I just want to let you know something that um, I think you're gonna be excited about. And I go, Oh, come on, Hamish and Andy. I was I go, gonna say oh, this is a man who's cut his teeth producing Hamish and Andy is, glory days. Yes, he is Hamish and Andy's fucking producer. So he he goes, Yeah, I think he'll be excited. And I go, What is it? And I was driving. I remember I was driving on Bondi Road. <laughs> And take me back, take, take me the back, scene. take me back. And he was like, um, so I offered a job to Elise. And I was like, oh, okay. And he goes, and he gave you a pause and goes, oh, what a bitch. And she's taking it. And I go, yes. Oh. And he goes, she won't do your podcast, but if Lemon's ever way. Oh my God, she won't do your podcast. Like I said, I'm coming to listen but only if I am never doing Abby Chatfield's show. I want to be in that room. Don't put me on the microphone with that fucking hag. No. Oh my God, okay, wait. So what's happened since I last saw you? It's been like a year and a bit. You, when I last. uh, I remember one of the last episodes and, and your caller ID is you with the little champers from when you bought the, the house. Oh, yeah, we got a house. That was very nice. Oh, my God, why am I talking like I'm 105? I got a house. <laughs> it was in the papers. Yeah. It was it's all over the I papers. Made it, I made it to page five. Yeah. Um, <laughs> put me in the socials. Um, yeah, we got uh, – well, because it was about the same time you got your place, so it was like this nice little thing where we both couldn't really talk about it, but I was like, I know who I can talk about it with. I mean, how yes. exciting is this? Um, I got married, which was pretty cool. Yes, you're married as well, got, which was so nice because it Wait. was just a lot has happened. Do you have a new last name? Fuck no. Okay, great. It's Actually, still Cooper. It's still Cooper. At least Cooper's my name. At least uh, Cooper. Sorry, don't know why. Again, a little accent. Um, but uh, that's really random because it was our. It's really random. Uh, it was our anniversary on the weekend. Go me and woo, also him. One year. I know. Woo. Um, and my grandfather called me and he was like. Uh, he didn't come to the wedding because we weren't getting married in a church. My family is very religious and I'm not. We got married in a park. Um, yeah. Also, he wasn't coming because I told him not to come because my grandma's really sick. And he's like, that's not why I wouldn't come. I'm not going to come because it's not a church. And I was like, okay. Okay, doesn't we don't, matter. We don't, I, I just told mm. you not to. Just shut up. Do we need to hire more Love plastic you. chairs or not? You, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Less cabinossy for you. Fine. Yeah, less cabinossy. <laughs> <laughs> but he called me on the weekend and goes, I just wanted to know uh, a happy anniversary of your celebration. <gasps> and my celebration, and I uh, was just wondering what your name is, and I was like, "It's Cooper, oh, like Grandpa." Elise. Like it's still, yeah. I literally was like, "It's Elise." Been that for thirty-two years, uh, and he was like, "Oh, you know, is this is Cooper?" Then I was like, "Yeah, because that's my name, Grandpa." And he was like, "Oh, well, you know, I suppose it's a name." And I was like, "Yep, it sure is." Anyway, because I haven't changed my last name to my husband's name because oh, just pff, bureaucracy, boring. Also, he doesn't own me. We don't need to do that. Like, yeah. I mean, to each their own. It's just not for us. 
Also, my email address is my name and like I have the paperwork. Paperwork. It's so expensive. I'm changing my last name. Uh, oh. I am changing my last name. I won't say to what, but I am changing my last name and keep that in. Yep. To my or to a name in our family that yep. goes back because fuck my dad. Big so, bags. but it's expensive. Yeah. Oh, right. And I have to go to a justice of the fucking peace. Oh, I have to do all God. these extra things. I submitted my thing, and once you submit the thing, you have to 14 days maximum. And I, I was like, I actually, it's for ADHD because you've ADHD. So oh, the paperwork. Too much. It's not worth also, it. Also, I le- learnt recently because I was hyperfixating on my ancestry. Uh, very white. Surprise. I'm like 99% <laughs> Irish. Woohoo! <laughs> that was a real spoiler over there. Um, but uh, found out that my Cooper came from like my grandpa's grandma and he was a bastard or something. It was like we don't actually know the surname of the man. Cooper was oh. my great great grandma's name and she like had an affair with someone and he was born out of wedlock and this man disappeared. And so I'm like, wow. it's a feminist act. That I'm reclaiming is a feminist Cooper. act. Well, because I was gonna change my last name to like someone in my family's last and then then I was like, but what about the person before that? Yeah. And then I kind of realized because we went on on a on a family history expedition on the weekend. Love those. Um to go all. and see my grandma's dad's grave. And you were tap dancing. And Not was, on the grave. No. I saw those videos. That was great. Although mum walked on mum walked on um grandma's sister's grave and I said, Mom, don't walk on the grave. Mum goes, oh, she won't mind. She'll be glad that I've said hello. I'm like, oh, oh, Thanks, Laura. She Pete wouldn't mind. I yeah. go, oh, okay, it's actually fair. Yeah. But um, and I, 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 what the fuck was the point of this? Oh, what was my point? Uh, changing your so, so last no? name. Oh, yeah. And I was like, well, I want to change that last name. And then I, we were talking about all the last names, and my sister and I were saying, it's so sad that we only know the men's last names. Throughout history, like I knew grandma's mum's last name, but I was like, then what's her mum's last name? Mum was like, actually. Don't know. I have. Um, that's my grandma's. That's my mum's great grandma only. She's like, I actually don't know. We know the the male names. So good on you for keeping your name. It's also so what are you going to change your surname to? Me. Annie. Well, yeah. we have to edit this out because I don't want people to know. Uh, but I, I'm going to change it to. Yeah. And then that can be my name forever. And then I have kids. I can have that name. And is this like? Would you change your Instagram? Like, is no. this how? Okay, so Chatfield you still keep as like public. Chatfield's your business name. Yeah. It's like Lady Gaga and Stephanie Germanov. Yeah, you know? I am like Lady Gaga, really. I'm like Rihanna, like yeah. Fenty. Lady like, Gaga is the Oscar winner, not Stephanie. Yeah, you or know. Stephanie, sorry. Uh, yeah, sorry. Sorry, Lady Gaga. Sorry, sorry. sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> no, she's listening. She's so upset. Shut up, Gaga. She's, she's unsubscribed. Oh, also, guys, I saw other podcasts saying that you should rate and subscribe, so I think you guys should do that. Oh my God, Abby Chatfield, <laughs> I have been trying to get. I remember at the end of every script, I would write, and then I would always forget because I also have have ADHD uh-huh. to, to be like gotta tell people to rate and subscribe that's right and I'd be like but if you have negative feedback you want to give me one I can't do anything with a one star you give me four I can grow four we can one grow one star you hate mm. me like, I can't do anything with one well, we got, yeah. got bombarded with bad reviews when mm. I called out I'm um, Brittany Hockley for slut shaming me oh, yes. um, and it kind of brought the average down and I don't really give a shit <laughs> but I do care about my rating now in vain yeah. so I've yeah. decided now that I've uh, you know I've, my brain's looked for an issue yeah. rating so if you care about me <laughs> I need validation via those five little stars. Five stars. And then also subscribe, I guess. Anyway, so um, <laughs> what else has happened in, in the past? Well, I've realised that you, like a lot has happened in your life in like the last year and I need to get back to knowing Abby Chatfield. So you're going to interview me. So I thought maybe I'll interview you. Oh my God, this is it. Okay, also Elise's voice is this because she's changed it six times. I'm so sorry. That's not her voice. 
No, actually, the other day we did That's a little... That's her voice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got to snip it. <clears throat> Sorry, that is what my... Po- no, it's not. It's not what my voice sounds like. The other day we did an audio test with our wonderful video producer, Amy, here, and then realised that she and I, our voices sound pretty much the same, and we tricked Oscar, because Oscar was like, was that you or Amy? And I was like, I guess we'll never know. Scary. Do you it's scary. They're very similar. No, they don't sound... Like, when we talk to each other... Our normal voices, we sound fine. But then on this little microphone, we both sound like the same person. That's crazy. So is this Amy or is it Elise? Wow. New segment. No, no. Oh my no, god, no. new segment. New segment. <laughs> We're really struggling. 131060. First episode, Elise. Okay, hot nights. Sorry. All right. So you're gonna interview me. This is quite nice because I actually do think the other day I did I did like two podcasts in a week where I was a guest. Ooh. I never do podcasts oh. because I talk so much and I'm like, I can't be fucked. But my friend Khan, I went on his podcast, unsure when it's getting released, but I did obviously did it for Gorgeous Angel Boy Khan. Mm-hmm. Their podcast is Feast, really good, listen to it. And then um, I went on uh, Fair Enough with Lachlan and Jackson Fairbain, mm-hmm. which was slay. But I was like, hang on, I save all the good stuff for <laughs> interviews. So give, like, give it back to it's give a lot. Give it back to it's a lot. What the hell? And then I was like, even being like, don't don't waste that content on on other people's podcasts. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Got to monetize it here. Sorry, guys. I'm a businesswoman. <laughs> Sorry. So you're gonna interview me? That's great, Elise. Yeah, I think I'd like to start with a couple of would you rather's. Mm-hmm. This so is let's get to know. Let's Abby. get to know Abby Chatfield. 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 Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry. I love it. All right. Would you rather be alone for the rest of your life? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. <laughs> I would love, I would love, I would love so much to buy a farm and have nothing to worry about but corn. Ever. Like, <laughs> like no one like, ever. Like not even, like, I, and maybe like rescue dogs, yeah. That caveat is not in this would Okay, rather, what's but, the other, what's the other? Shit. Or <clears throat> always be surrounded by annoying people. Oh my God, okay. oh my God. I'd rather, yeah. oh, so my life, my life now or, okay, great. <laughs> Kidding! I um, love everyone that yeah, I work with. Yeah, I was like, do we need to kidding. take this offline? Kidding! That was just a bit I'm advanced. fucking miserable. I want to be alone. No, but genuinely, Get I was thinking the other me. day. I actually the other day I was like, oh, I probably. I'm wondering what age. I had a meeting with a financial planner, and I was like, and she's like, when do you want to retire? And I was like, oh, like 35. And she was like, and she was yeah, I love that. And she was like, um, what do you want to do? And I was like, nothing. Mm. And she's like, oh no, it's hard to think of. God. And I was like, no, like, I want to sit on a on a porch. And I want to buy lots of rescue dogs and I just want to grow corn and maybe like basil. And like basil's maybe, easy to grow. That's what I thought. I'll learn with basil. <laughs> and then I've got to and I'll like fix up the house. Can I offer a counterpoint, Abby mm. Chatfield? Mm. I've seen your content when you go on holidays without internet access. Oh, yeah, it's not well. It's not well. You're like, this two weeks off has been great, but I never want to fucking do this again. Yeah. Get me back to work. Look, I did have four weeks over Christmas where I was still working. I had photo shoots. I was writing content. I was like even writing like ideas for other podcasts that I haven't even showed anyone yet because I didn't want to give it to Sam Kavanagh because he'd forced me to do it. <laughs> so <laughs> I like I have – I was actually working or I was fixing up the house, oiling decks, four weeks, and I was like – I when I got back to Bondi, I was like, I miss traffic so much. Like I, I miss being annoyed. You're saying I miss Uber Eats. Oh my god, I really did miss. Oh no, I really miss Uber Eats. I was like, oh, what am I gonna make again tonight? Ah, oh, the fucking Emily salad, the fucking salmon bowl. That's the only thing I know how to cook. And then all oh, chicken soup. Great. Cool, so next- this is gonna be a really good uh, retirement for you at 35 on a farm. I, well, when I say retirement, I mean I'll do only two TV shows a year. 
<laughs> I was like, that's what I said. I was like, I mean, retirement and then I'll do like hopefully F-Boy Island if it comes back for 10 more years and then maybe something else to be fun like Better Homes and Gardens-esque. <gasps> yes. You know? You could do it from your property, I reckon. From you my just have a show and yep. you just, yeah, that's the transformation of the Abbey House. From Genius. my better home and garden and yes. or garden. Better <laughs> yeah. home and garden. Home and garden. Just Abbey Chatfield. It's got like seven episodes in it max. It is a living room one week. And it's Nick. just me It's just me re- uh, starting to rearrange drawers and then forgetting about it. <laughs> and then and then all of the books are stacked up neatly and I've colour ordered them to a certain point and I go... Alphabetical's yeah, better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. all like, I've done. I could fold the washing instead. Mm. I'm gonna rearrange my entire bedroom. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what it would be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, would you rather have a horrible short-term memory? Okay, so or, ADHD. Yeah, or a horrible long-term memory. <laughs> horrible short-term, which is what I have. Discuss. I have a great long-term memory. I can remember lyrics, I can remember whole things that happened. I can remember people's like exact like I can remember dates of things that happened. Like I 9-11. <laughs> for example, I remember that um Y2K was the first of January in the year 2000. For example, guys, New Year's Day, it's the first it's day January. of the year. Every, every every year. Every, every year, year. Every year. No, but I remember like the date that my grandpa's funeral was on when I was in grade seven. Oh, wow. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So like, and That's I remember not very useful for like millionaire hot seat. No, it's not. It's what super was applicable <laughs> was your grandpa's funeral on? But so I have a good long term memory, and then you can like discuss and reminisce with your friends. Short term, which is what we currently kind of already have, it's really annoying and frustrating. Mm. But I'd rather be able to remember like, oh, I remember that time that that dickhead, that dickhead customer came into the restaurant and laughed at my friends about it. Yeah, and I spat in his food. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, never did that. I did pour accidentally spill a glass of red wine on someone once though. <gasps> accidentally oh. on purpose? No, like accidentally and it was white and she acted like it was on oh. purpose and I was like, oh, I don't care enough about you, babe. Like <laughs> why would oh, I don't give a shit? I'm in, it's a full restaurant. I'm 18 years old. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Would you rather go back to age five with everything you know now or know now everything your future self will learn? Oh, no, I'd rather go back to age five. Really? Yeah. Hardcore opposite for me. Really? Yeah. Why for you? Because I don't want to know the heck how fucked my life is going to be from like six to 18 because I was bullied a lot. So I'd rather know, I'd rather not know that was about to happen. Whereas like. But if you knew it was going to happen, couldn't you make yourself like unbullyable? <laughs> Like, couldn't that you was like, my problem. Like, I'm invincible, and they were like, "Oh, you are prime fodder." Yeah, true. <laughs> but could, could, maybe you could not go to this at school. You could say, "I want to go to different school to your parents," or you could maybe you could change your circumstances to not have that trauma. That's what I was. I was thinking like with Bachelor, like I could know it was going to work out okay, and I could know the edit, and therefore I would know that it was going to be right, and that wouldn't traumatize me, or I would know when Grandma was going to die. So I could spend more time with grandma. Would you want to know when she was going to die? Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. I would have seen her every day. Oh. I know it's really sad. No, it's really nice. I would have taken her to the movies, like I promised, but I never did it. I feel really bad about it. Yeah. Don't worry. She's seen movies She had dementia. She wouldn't remember it anyway. Exactly. (laughs) Short-term memory, long-term memory. She would have gone, darling. (laughs) Do you know what? That's the best thing about dementia, though. She can be like, we've been. (laughs) Yeah, Grandma, we've been. Grandma, we went. Yeah. What are you talking about? So I feel like that's what I would. But 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 you just don't want to get bullied. You don't want to know that it's coming. But you have an anxiety disorder at age five, actually. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like the panic of being five and being like, well, I know that. X, Y, Z is going to be an absolute cunt to me and I am not equipped to deal with that because I'm five. That's true. And then I know everything I'm going to know from now. 
to the end. So right now you'd know you're going to die when you uh, die. No. Don't want to oh, know. Oh, yeah, that's don't, scary. Don't want to know. No. Although I would like to know if I'm going to fuck this person I've been talking to online for a while. <laughs> I'd like to. Okay, that's is it worth the effort? I'd like to know everyone I'm going to fuck from now until I die so that I can focus on those who give me the most joy. Filter results. Is yeah. there a results filter? Like yeah. fucks, yes, yeah. death, no. No, yes. <laughs> All right. Would you rather waste time or money? Money. I have no time. I always waste money on like um, – we're not even like, I don't even buy silly things. I just, I feel like I always waste money on, um, not even, I guess it's not wasted, but like, I just like shout everyone things and I like, yeah. you know, I'll It's build. that lifestyle creep where as soon as you have more money to spend, you spend the money. Yes. I have a similar thing and like, we're in different tax brackets mm-hmm. and I'm still like, <laughs> how the fuck do I have no money? And then I do go through my bank statement with my husband and he's like, because you bought this person a present and you want to do something really nice for your brother. So yeah. we did this and da, da, da. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I, that was really fucking dumb. Oh, I should stop doing that. But I'm not going to. We're not going to. I'm going to keep doing it because yeah. it's a little bit of dopamine. Yeah. Yeah. But I've actually noticed recently, you know how I was talking to a friend who has ADHD and he was speaking about addiction and I was like, I have no issues with addiction at all, which is very lucky considering I have ADHD, but no one in my family has any substance issues that on my mum's side, the side that I know. And I was like, but I have noticed recently that when I feel anxious or if I feel overwhelmed, I'll go and spend money. Mm. Do you do that? Yes. Because I feel like you don't have any yeah. substance issues. I have them this in- is how we find out. <laughs> but well. like, I feel like I'm very fortunate in this industry yep. and with this brain and with this much money to spend that mm. I have no, I, I barely drink. Mm. I like, have it in my family, like substance issues. Mm. But mine is very much like shopping. That's fine. Shopping, yeah, I've noticed re- a lot recently that I've been doing it because I have s- money. <laughs> and- what, what, what's, what's like the most expensive thing that you've bought? The thing is, I don't really. I'm not like a handbag. Like I'm, I'm not buying expensive things. It's more like I want new sheets, yeah. and I'll be oh, fine yeah. buying a whole new set of sheets, and it'll total a thousand dollars, including cushions and pillowcases. And da, 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 you know what I mean? Which is like yeah, a lot yeah. of money for just to make me feel a bit less anxious. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess the most expensive thing that I've bought on a quote unquote whim, but it wasn't on a whim, but probably would have been um, my. Uh, Coffee table and lamp. Oh, because like, they were well, they're solid that? onyx. Oh, what's so that yeah, it's, no, a, it's a, gonna be like Amy. No, it so is. Onyx is like it's like a um, black. No, there is black onyx, but onyx is just like a different type of like rock, like marble esque vibes. Black. And mm. the coffee table and the lamp together cost they cost like I think six thousand dollars, and I got a discount. So it was like $4,000. You're doing the same thing that I do, but in a different tax bracket. Yeah. Where it's just like, <laughs> yep, it was 150 bucks, but, but down to 75 But also having bits of solid onyx, in my, that they'll never, if I want to sell them, mm-hmm. I can sell the solid onyx. I haven't bought a Chanel bag and then used it. The solid onyx is rock forever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it, furniture I never regret because furniture mm. you can sell for more if it becomes a classic piece. Also good quality furniture I find like, once you have the money to buy those purchases for yourself, you will keep it forever. Like I yeah. notice now like I have my siblings, I have twin siblings who are eight years younger than me. And I notice often I'm putting my values for buying things often on them when my little brother will be like, I need a new mattress or whatever. And I'll be like, spend the extra money and get this. Mm. And he'll be like, that's not a priority for me because I don't earn as much as you. Like I work at Woolies and like, I can't, 
afford a koala mattress. mattress or something. And I'm like, but if you buy the good one, it'll last forever. And he's like, I don't, I don't have any comprehension of that because I can't fathom spending that much money right now. Yes. And I'm like, fair, come and sleep over at my house then. And, and enjoy like, the sealy yeah, luxury. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You're like, and see I what you're a, missing out I on. I got a massage function, yeah. babe. And he's like, no, you're just rubbing it in. Do you have a waterbed for some reason? He comes over, you're going, spend the extra money on a waterbed. So you can be cool. Like so you can be here. It's purple. All right, I've got another one for you. Um, Would you rather know the secrets of everyone on Earth or know everything we don't know about the universe except for the Earth? Oh. Oh. (laughs) I think I would rather... Do I get to make money off knowing the space stuff? <laughs> Let's say it's, it's capitalism is king and it's all monetizable. Okay, okay, I definitely. Oh, okay, duh! I want all the secrets of everyone on Earth so I can do an amazing gossip podcast or a gossip <laughs> radio show and be uh, an ethical Perez Hilton. Ooh, yeah! Mm, I like that. I feel like, but then it could be quite disturbing to know all the secrets. And do I know them? Just they all just if I meet someone in my brain, I go, I know everything that. You've done like uh, Mel Gibson, What Women Want style. You just can read everyone's oh. mind. I could solve a lot of crime. True, but also you would be privy to a. I could do a true crime podcast. Oh. I could do a gossip podcast. <laughs> I could do everything. <laughs> I could do. I could do every kind of mystery. All right, answers. There we go. Done. Solved. Yeah. What would you rather have? Oh. I would rather know everything about the universe except for the Earth, because. Oh, that's good. Because I was raised in a very religious household, super believed in um, a like Roman Catholic God for ages, and wasn't till I watched oh, so embarrassing Carl Sagan's Cosmos mm. when I was like twenty five that I was like, the universe is how big? And like really? he showed this calendar to try and explain the um, history, like the age of the universe, and it was like three hundred sixty five days in a year. The Earth exists. I'm going to butcher this, but the Earth exists uh, in the last day of the year. Um, life on Earth exists in the last hour of the year, and hu- recorded human history exists in the last second. Yes, of the I've year. heard this. Yes, and I was just like, Ugh. wow, wow, and like. The idea that the universe is expanding, as my friend Joyride said on another podcast recently. I love Joyride. Expanding into what? <laughs> Sorry. It infers other space is what he says. At you yeah. I was angry at yeah. you. Well, I love him. <laughs> How dare you speak no. about him on my no. podcast? <laughs> He's such a, I, didn't think Joy, I didn't think Joyride was going to come into this conversation. And I Check just screamed at yeah. you. That's fine. Sorry. So Joyride <laughs> was talking about it. He does have that effect it. on people. He's just wonderful. <laughs> He's one. I did, I did Triple J hack with him yeah. once. And I was like, that's the smartest, yeah. greatest man in the world. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, continue. So the universe is expanding and he says, into what? It infers other space. And then just like, shut up, Joyride. I know, right? Stop getting philosophical. <laughs> Fuck um, off. <clears throat> so I would say that, but just because I'm like. But you know what? If you, do you know what the issue is? If you found everything out or if I found everything out, everyone would think we were crazy. But they'd think we were nuts. <laughs> yeah. They wouldn't, they wouldn't believe us. <laughs> Tell me something new, Abby. Yeah. Honestly, I think we'd, I, or, or some sort of government would be after us. Oh, big time. Yeah. And then we'd have tinfoil hats and then we'd be, <gasps> maybe that's what the flat earthers are. Maybe the flat earthers have been giving this would you rather. And then in Freaky Friday style, they've woken up the next morning and they know everything and they know the earth is flat and we're all going, you guys are weird. And they're going, well, I know everything. <laughs> um, I actually, I'm not sure if you guys know, I did a would you rather quiz. Yeah. But can and you all the information was bestowed upon me that night in a dream. In a dream. And that's how Mormonism started. And I awoke. Yes. <laughs> 
Oh my god. Oh, okay. All right. I've got two more. I like these. Were you raised for autonomy or raised? Oh, I know the answer. Oh. Or raised for loyalty. Autonomy. I'm famously not loyal. Yeah. <laughs> like, I actually hate loyalty. Yeah. I think loyalty's bullshit. I think anyone, like, I'll be loyal. Like, I actually, actually, this chat yesterday morning um, to my um, ex-boyfriend and um, we were talking, I was like, I was like, I, like, I will be loyal to someone, but not, I hate blind loyalty. Like, I'll be loyal to someone. Like, I'm very loyal to my friends and, like, people that I love to work with. Like, I was obviously crying when you couldn't come and I was, like, fighting for you to come across, but you were selfish. Um, and, like, <laughs> like, like if Oscar if Oscar had an issue at work, I'd be, like, I'd fucking go to fucking bat for him. Do you know what I mean? If I she like, wouldn't go to Melbourne oh, for him, but she'd no, go to No, I wouldn't go to Melbourne, but I'd go, <laughs> I'd go literally is. anywhere else. Um, one day, but, one day. But, like, people that I actually like, I'll be loyal to them. But I think blind loyalty is so gross and yeah. weird. And I think it's, like... Well, they're your, like, it's like that thing of like, oh, you've been friends with them since you were in high school. You should continue to be friends with them. Yeah. I go, ew. I go, what mm. the fuck? If someone is, if someone's done something shit to you or, uh, or like fucked something up, I think the idea of loyalty makes people feel like they need to stick by someone even when things are shit. Yeah. It's like, you don't get a get out of jail free card if you're a cunt like you need to yes. you need to make amends yes like oh like so loyal like so loyal to like like my like, I'm like ride or die for my for my friends from high school and it's like they're bullying you yeah like do you know, do you know what I mean like mm. I, I don't know I just find I just find it very like I kind of take people on a um day-to-day basis and I guess it's more like I work on like trust and friendships rather than like, I just think loyalty implies, I don't know if I'm taking loyalty the wrong way, but I just think it reminds me of like being part of like a cult or something. Yeah. It, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It kind of feels like when, I'm going to relate back to my experience of my wedding last year. Oh my God, year. this fucking is all about a lease. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, when you have a wedding uh, particularly if you have a big family, everyone just assumes they're going to be invited. Yes. And we were very much just like, have we spoken to this person in the last five years? Do they know both of us? Yes. And if the answer is no, then no, you're not coming. One, we didn't have a big wedding. We did a thing in a park for like 80 people and then we had a small dinner for 30 people. Yeah. Which still cost a fucking arm and a leg. But, uh, but mm. I had some family members who were just like, but why can't my, you know, why can't one of my kids come? And I'm like, I haven't talked to them. I don't know that cunt. They're like, they're, they're my cousin, but like, I don't know them. I don't know them. So why would you... And also, they don't want to be there. No. Also, if they want to be there, you know, it says more that they're upset that they're not invited because they think our relationship is closer than it is, which is kind of sad. And let's talk about it. Like, because if you think you're close enough to come to my wedding. That you're paying for. Yeah. That I'm paying through the nose for. Yeah. Like, and I don't think that we're close enough. Like, let's catch up. Let's talk about it. Because you clearly feel close to me and I don't feel close to you. Yeah. And I feel like with families as well, it causes people to have like minimal boundaries with their family and like obviously family dynamics are complicated but people I have some friends who have completely cut off their one of their parents or their sibling because they were just damaging them and I feel like the idea of loyalty makes people be like but it's your family you should forgive your family on Real Housewives Miami right now (laughs) there's one my favorite housewife Dr. Nicole her dad is like an alcoholic he comes to every event he ruins it for her he came to an engagement party and was really disgusting and she says to him all the time I can't forgive him I can't forgive him I can't and and she tries to make amends and and they kind of go back and forth with their relationship. And two of the housewives are saying, like, Nicole, you have, he's your dad. He's your dad. People say to me as well, like, you know, if you saw your dad, would you want to forgive him? And I go, well, 
No. Mm. No. Why would I be quite loyal just because they're family? So, yeah, definitely autonomy. I'm definitely an autonomous bitch. But um, I also think it's nicer knowing that you you see your friends or you see your family or you see whoever or you do things for people, not because you feel loyal to them, but because you want to do them. Yeah, true. Wow. <coughs> Profound. Deep. That was There's, deep. Th- that's the social video right there. <laughs> <laughs> What's a rule you secretly love to break? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, my God. I don't know. I don't really like to break rules. Really? Oh, bullshit. No, <laughs> no, no. Genuine. Okay, everyone thinks it's of me. Everyone judges me. Everyone. No, not in a bad way. No. What's a, okay, what, hey, what about you, Oscar? Have you got anyone that you love? That you love? Any any rule that I'd like to break? Yeah, that you love to break. Secretly. Well, I know one that I, I know one that you definitely would, which is being able to buy booze on Good Friday. <gasps> oh, but I mean, like, isn't it isn't it that you regularly do it? I mean, you just you love to break it. You just, it's not I mean, about I would, frequency. I, I would, in theory, love to do that, but I think like, is it like a day to day thing? I guess masturbating about someone who. Uh, okay, you know what? Masturbating about this one person. Can I know I shouldn't? And oh. I actually had to like Pavlov's dog my way out of coming. Like, Ooh. like, cause I got to a point where I would almost come and then my brain would switch to this person. Yes. And like, I still sleep with them, but not super regularly. Right. And I, um, I'm trying to like wean off them. <laughs> so like when I, so when I think of them, when I come, I'm like, dun, 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 dun. And, then I, and then I edge myself being like, think of anything else. And I'm like, and I'm like no, that's like saying, don't think about a brick wall. And then all you can do is think about a brick I wall. I know, <laughs> but I've actually trained myself out of it. Ah. Uh, it actually worked. But I also, sometimes when I want a little treat from extra stress, I go, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Think about his giant treat. fucking penis and his beautiful <laughs> fucking house. Go and do it. <laughs> the, house. the minimal lines and the scandy the, finishing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's so fucking relaxing there. I'm just so relaxed. Is that where you got Onyx from? Oh, my God. No, babe. I was into that before, actually. <laughs> trendsetter. trendsetter I'm, a, yeah. I'm, a, I, I'm a trendsetter. When did you know you were no longer a child? Ooh. Mm. I feel like I felt like I was a child until... I was like 25. I was going to say, last week? Literally last week. I'm like, also mum on the weekend was like, we went to the op shop and she found this book that was like a guide to grandparenting, a new chapter. And she was like, I won't be needing that anytime soon. And I was like, no, you won't mum. And she goes, I would love some grandbabies. And I go, Jolie and I, my sister and I are very single and um, also we're children. And Jolie, my sister who's 30, we go, She's yeah, mum. We're too young to have kids. We didn't think it's even possible. We were like, we were like, what the hell? I haven't hell? even had my period yet. Yeah, we're like, what the hell, mum? Don't put this pressure on us. I'm only 28. What the fuck are you talking about? Um, I feel like maybe when I bought my house, but I think before then, um, actually no, maybe it was when I started living alone. Really? Yeah, in 2019, mm. 2020. Started of COVID and because I was really alone because it was COVID. So I was like, um, yeah, I had to really take care of myself in a lot of different ways. And I always, I'd lived out of home before, but in share houses, it's different mm-hmm. living mm. completely alone. And I also now like confirmed that I'm a full adult because um, the thought of anyone living with me at all <laughs> is like, a per- like, I'm like, oh my God, it's my nightmare. Even someone that I'm dating or married to, I'm like, we're going to have to figure out two dwellings. 
I mean, it worked for Helena Bonham Carter and Tim Burton for a while. They're now divorced. But, yeah, but you know what? It worked for a while. It worked for a while. So yeah, I feel like when I, when I started living alone, maybe. When I was like 16, I was convinced that growing up was having your own cutlery <laughs> because a girlfriend of oh mine, God. her mum like volunteered at the Salvos in town and every time we'd go there, we'd like plan what kind of stuff when we moved out of, you know, Bathurst where we were growing up. We moved to the big city. Oh, my God. We'd be like, we can't wait to have out, we'll buy our own cutlery from the op shop and our own plates oh and then God. we'll be grown up. And then we'll do it. And did you feel that way when you got your own cutlery? Oh, fuck yeah. 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 Oh, hell oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. And right now I've got two sets of cutlery in my house. I got my. Oh, you know how I know I'm grown up. I got my good cutlery and you and my everyday and cutlery. your everyday cutlery. Oh my god, the, uh, exact same. Yep, I have my. Oh my god, totally. And oh also, there's god. the ones that's like the cutlery that I like to use, and then the cutlery that I'm like, yuck. If you make me put that in my mouth, I'll throw up. What okay? Yes, agree. What occasions do you use your good cutlery on? Christmas. Christmas. We use it at Christmas and like. If someone comes over for a dinner party, which we've done like twice, yeah, but like, like yeah, because well, like, well, you have to hand, you have to hand, hand wash, wash it with a good cutlery. Yeah, I've started to because I, I hate my life. I'm so sorry because I don't have a dishwasher, <laughs> so I hand wash regardless. Oh, okay. So I decided, is it, what is it, 1750? You know, Training I didn't have, butter we really have kitchen? one growing up, and I and I am so used to not having one. Wow. That I had one at my old place. I didn't use it for six months. I didn't realize I even had one because it was an inbuilt one. And then I went, oh. Oh. Have a dishwasher, and then I bought this. New, I bought this place, and my house in Northern Rivers doesn't have one. And uh, the place now, it's like a 1980s one. It does not work at all. So when I renovate, I'm going to get a new one. So I don't have one. Mm. So I kind of thought the other week, a couple weeks ago, I went, "Why don't I just always use the nice cutlery?" So I've started being crazy and using it with even like Chinese <laughs> takeaway. Oh! I use it with mum. Mum and I had Marubra Chinese, by the way. <laughs> Yummies. If anyone wants to get Marubra Chinese, if you live in the eastern suburbs. Um, and uh, I was like, we'll use the gold cutlery <laughs> and the nice plates because we've got the Chinese Sorry, food. the gold cutlery? Yeah, like it's just gold colour. Yeah, like yeah. I, I think it's on special at David Jones, but it's like. I'm just picturing you like in your castle in like fucking Watson's Bay. <laughs> Mummy, let's get out the gold, gold cutlery today. And the china all the oh way. Oh, my God. In reality, we're watching Love is Blind on the couch <laughs> talking about the bargains at TJ Maxx together. What is an aspect from your relationship culture that you're set on changing? <gasps> um, being into avoidance. Mm. I'm so into avoidance. In fact, there's something happening kind of right now and I can literally see. It's funny when you go to therapy and you can recognise patterns, but you – I need to go back to therapy actually, despite <laughs> the fact that I said I graduated. I need to go back <laughs> because I'm back to – I've, I've, I've um, reverted back to being – Able to recognise patterns but not able to change them. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, that's happening. I'm just ignoring it. I'm like, oh, this person is an avoidant. I'm anxiously attached but I'm also anxious avoidant. And what I'm doing is I'm like – I'm basically I kind of wanted something from them and instead of just communicating it properly and just saying I feel a deficit in this way and I want this to be able to change it, I, I kind of negotiated with them. So, like, I'm trying to explain how to – without saying what happened. It was like – Let's say it's I want you to um, eat me out um, and use this particular vibrator on me to make me come. That's what I want to happen. Instead, I kind of had a little sook and said, it's weird, like, it's weird that you never, we never do foreplay. Does that make sense? Like yes, in like a negotiation, yes, yes. I tried to like negotiate. I didn't just say, I want this to happen. I was like, why don't you ever do, let's say, foreplay? And they were like, what do you want me to do, quote unquote, more foreplay in this analogy? Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, it isn't about the foreplay. It's about 
the the the, the, the thought of doing foreplay is the is the like lead to an end, right? It's because I felt like I to, I couldn't vocalize my what I wanted, and therefore I had to kind of negotiate within myself without talking to them about it, and I had to be like, what what can I cop? that would make me feel soothed mm. and I can cop this lesser thing. Um, so I will have a go at them for that. I won't just say, hey, I'm frustrated about this. I think we need to change it. I was like, um, why are you doing And then he was like, sent me a four minute long voice note this morning being like. <laughs> that's a long time that's, for you. I know. And he was like, oh, he's like, I feel like you get like really, um, I don't know what's what he said, but he, he, he was like, things are going well and then you – he's like, Think we're getting along well and then you kind of tend to like rock the boat a bit. Mm. And like maybe I don't know what, what the reality is because who knows. But like – but I'm like that actually is more me like feeling like I'm close to you and then going, mm, I, I – it's like I like you so much that I'm being like, why aren't you doing what I want you to do? Yeah, Does right. that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm recognising that, that, that he's avoidant mm. and he's not vocalising anything and then I'm – kind of anxious and then getting avoided. And then I, I literally was like, when he sent the four minute long voice note, I was like, oh, I'm just going to block this bitch. And not, <laughs> and, and not, and not because I didn't like it, the voice note. It was actually very calming and reassuring, but it was because I was like, I've made a mess of this. Yeah. right. And I just feel like I need to run away from this and I'm getting in too deep. And I just feel like this is not worth the stress that I have. So I'm just going to go. Thanks so much. For the lovely time. Thanks for your feedback. <laughs> Thanks for the feedback. <laughs> I will not be taking it on board blocked, at this time. Yeah, blocked, <laughs> blocked. But then I replied with four-minute-long voice notes back. So we'll yeah, see right. what happens. But just, does that analogy make sense? Yeah, I yeah, think it so. does. About, like, what negotiating. Are you, what are you anxious about? Like, is it the commitment with them or, like? The thing is, I'm obviously anxiously attached in some ways, but in other ways, if I like someone too much and there's a little – issue like multiple people like my go-to I have to resist the urge to block that person that I love fucking I have to resist the urge to block him probably once a month because if if I'm not getting like if I'm not getting validated by him um and not like a big way and I mean like fucking watching my Instagram stories. I go, fuck this, nothing matters, not worth the pain, not worth the stress. I'm just going to block mm, him in every mm. way. Mm-hmm. And then I go, oh, no, if you do that, um, then you don't get that dick ever again. Um, and also <laughs> and also, then you, like, you're just, like, you need to work through your trauma and be uncomfortable and, da, 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 and also, like, learn that this person's validation isn't everything to you. But, um, yeah, like, that's kind of like my therapist. Yeah, so that's yeah. like me being anxious, avoidant. Because I, I, then I'll just go, I'm just going to block it. I'm just going to block them, fuck it. And then they go out of my life. I mean, even when I went to Bangalore for four weeks, I was having, like, a few things with some people in Sydney, not like, not like things, but I was having a few, not issues, but I would, I was feeling a bit insecure about a couple of different people, I guess. Mm. And being in Bangalore, I was like, oh, great. I, I can pause on them being in my lives because I don't have to be, have to be near them to confront the fact that they don't like me as mm. much as I like them. What is the <laughs> attachment style that compliments yours do you think or have you been told so you need to be with someone who's securely attached hmm. can you order them on ebay how yeah we, i know what the fuck how do you find one of those what the hell <laughs> do like a do like a paint and sip class but it's like a <laughs> create a secure man and sip class this mold yeah. um no but i know i feel like i feel like i um 
someone that's secure. I don't know. Like I have, I've often thought that I was dating securely attached people or seeing them. And then after a little while I realized they're anxiously attached and I'm seeing them as secure because I, and then I become the avoidant. Right. So I have this amazing thing where I can be both of the worst kinds. Ooh, (laughs) Um, very Gemini of you. Very Gemini. And I feel like recently I've also been thinking about, because obviously after, um, my last breakup, I was like, I want to be alone for ages. I don't, I don't want a partner at all for this year. I still don't want like a, I don't want like a partner, but I think I'm getting kind of more like, oh, maybe I do want someone because I'm a bit like, Walter's getting a bit sick of me. So I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I need a new parent maybe I should own. try and date someone, but that means I have to like fix my anxious attachment and my ang- avoidant. And then I'm like, oh, then I have to communicate. And then I get all spirally and I go, fuck this. I should just block everyone and delete myself. Okay. from um, social media so they can't contact me or change my number. I actually have thought of changing my number Ooh. so that I have a brand new start and no one can text me who I have feelings for. You could do a Paris Hilton and have like multiple phones. I mean, I would hate that because I wouldn't know which one to text you on. But yeah. like if you have your personal phone and your business phone. Well, I used to, I tried that for a while mm-hmm. and I just never used the personal oh, phone right ever. Yet. Like it was like, it was Turns like. Out, I'm all business. Yeah, I'm, I'm just a business lady. It was all, a lot of people that I'm friends with, I work with as well. And I was like, well, do I give them my number uh, or do I not? But then like if they're out, I want to see them. Like, do you know what I mean? Like my minder from Bachelor Wendy, love you queen. If like she was this talent coordinator on F-Boy Island. So like she's a work contact. Mm. But we also are going to Rocky Horror together. But yeah, so just feeling a bit um weird ATM. But look, I'm sure this person that I've asked to do quote unquote foreplay with will probably just um will probably just I reckon they'll just go, You're crazy and gaslight me and then go, Yeah. But that's fine. Well, I mean, at least that means that we'll have lots of great stuff to talk about on the podcast over the next six and weeks. And on the tour, which you also should get tickets for. Oh, yes. Yes. Link in show notes. Link in show notes. And you've, you, are you doing a shout out for Nightmare Fuels for the tour? Yes, we need Nightmare Fuels. Send them to Trauma Dump Tour at itslotpodcast.com. Um, yeah, t- t- with which see you going to. Um, Elise. Yeah. Thanks for a fun potty app. Oh, my God. Good to have you back. Oh, happy to be How many weeks are you here for again? Four. Four or five or something. I don't know. We'll see what Whenever happens. Whenever Lem decides to come back. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Quote unquote leave yeah. and holidays. Uh. It's like grow up. <laughs> Keep working. Why aren't you dedicated to the show? Be a business lady like me. I have one phone. I haven't seen your family in five years. <laughs> I don't oh, care. I don't care. Oh, COVID restrictions. <laughs> it's like grow up. Where, where? Um, all right, guys. Bye. bye. Subscribe and do the review thing. Oh, yeah, please subscribe and review so when um, Lem comes back, she'll be like, oh my god, at least you've grown this show so much. And I'll go, yeah, that's the magic touch, baby. I just yeah, I just beg yeah, it. Yeah, baby. Love Guilt. you guys.